0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's trending in social media?
2: Oh, everyone has a take on the Baltimore Ravens <laughs> loss on Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium, including former Ravens. Defensive coordinator
1: Rex Ryan. This is the stupidest game plan I've ever seen. And you know what, Greg Roman, every single person needs to apologize to you. Because you got blamed for everything about what was wrong in Baltimore. And it wasn't you. Because this this new guy that we uh, have praised the hell out of. Todd Munkin. Yeah, Todd Munkin. By the way, With the new guy. you you don't have Tom Brady. Do you realize? Your quarterback is Lamar Jackson. Not Tom Brady. What in the hell are you doing, dropping back 82% of the time? This is a team that led the NFL in rushing attempts. They had six whopping rushing attempts yeah. to the to the running backs. So Spags like, I'll put every little dude, hey RC, you go play D tackle. Because <laughs> they ain't gonna run the ball. What the hell are you doing? Uh. We know that Rex Ryan isn't a
2: fan of John Harbaugh. I was hoping you would say that. <laughs> it's like, He's that still, was, I, that well, was shade at John Harbaugh. Yeah. When he said,
3: it wasn't you. Yeah. I, ho- absolutely, positively. <laughs>
4: well, that was shade it, at Harbaugh.
5: Because if you want to know something, uh, one of the guys that were taking shots at Todd Munkin, or not Todd Munkin, uh, Greg Roman, was in fact Rex Ryan. Was re- yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it like, was. It was. was. There were a lot of people yeah. that were, were talking about the offense and the way things went. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think it was
3: with Rob's. it goes back to his bitterness when, you know. He, he got the job. job here. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: That's yeah. that's when he said everybody thought it was you and it wasn't you, it wasn't there wasn't shade at Lamar Jackson.
5: It wasn't was, very well veiled either. But,
2: yeah. <laughs> but that's wrong. It was Greg Roman. I mean, he was a big fan of the Absolutely positive. was. Yeah. Absolutely was. It's just that Todd Bunker was stupid too on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Todd Monkin drank from that same stupid fountain. Those same things can be true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um man, that's that's uh one thing Rex Ryan was correct about—that was the stupidest game plan I've ever seen in my life. Mm. That was dumb.
5: And I will go back to it if they don't turn the ball over, they still win with the dumbest game plan.
2: And with the and with the game right game plan, those turnovers may not happen. All right, <laughs> those turnovers may not happen. The strip sack may not happen. They don't happen often. I just shut up though. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'm just saying. It just do you know your do you know your personnel. Do you know your personnel? I, I don't even think. I don't even think Bill Belichick will allow that to happen with Tom. If Tom Brady's the quarterback, you know, I don't think they'll allow that to happen. Then Six, well, like, well, no, Brady has. So what
5: happened in New England, and I think Kansas City's done it to a degree. a Couple of teams where they they constitute the short passing game for the running game. So they're not running the football anymore, but they trust Tom Brady to snap the ball, throw it over to Edelman real quick, throw it over to Gronk off the line, throw it to a running back. They trust him to do all those things. But Brady's been one of those guys where they've done that instead of just running the football. They might run it eight or ten times a game,
2: but then they throw those short passes that it's essentially the same thing. This was a game plan that was doomed. From the very beginning, it you think it was a game plan, or I, I, it was something they just did when the game began? This is something we're never going to know. I mean,
3: it's it's a good question because I don't know. I can't imagine that's your game plan. You've got it, this <laughs> 26th ranked defense against the run in the league, and you're not going to run the ball after the Bills just it took them for 182 the week before. Like you have a better running game in Buffalo. You don't. I can't. I can't believe that'd be the game plan. Like the first 15 plays, you're know, not going to run the ball. I mean, yeah. it's. I find it really hard to believe. Um, so I, I guess it's game flow, or oh my God, they scored on us. We have to just abandon everything. But the game was never more. It was never that big. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter with them. It. That's been the that's been the discussion. The same. This is exactly like the Tennessee game Joe was talking about. They were they were behind by one score,
2: and like alarms are going off everywhere. There has to be someone who's going to hold them accountable above Harbaugh. Yeah, It has to be. I mean, you go out. If I'm Eric DaCosta, think about this if you're Eric DaCosta. I gave you everything you needed. I gave you everything you needed. And you didn't use it. And now we're out, we're home. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if you're Eric? Forget about, let's not get to Steve Bichotti yet. Let's <laughs> not get to yeah. Bichotti yet. If yeah. you're Eric DaCosta, because you built this team. Mm-hmm. The, the the most complete team that we talk about. It is. He deserves a lot of credit for it. You built this. You gave the coach everything yeah. he needed, and he just Didn't. blew it.
5: <laughs>
3: I don't know. Like it. It just. I've been defending them for years, and now all of a sudden, when you know you start looking at a body of work and you start to hear the evidence and the, the stats, it's like and watch the game, like. Eh. <laughs> Maybe people are right. Like, I don't get it. Like, you you have the best defense in the NFL and the best running game. You're the number one seed. You're at home. You've had a bye. You're healthy. You're absolutely. Everybody was in the 53 man roster. It's like everybody, you were healthy except your running backs were gone. I mean,
5: that's
2: that's why I said if it's not like, now when. Yeah, not now when. I feel, like, I feel like I'm not sure we'll never get back, but. I feel like that was the moment. This eh? was the best team. That was, was the best. Yeah. You know how that that old expression you shoot your shot? Well, yeah. that was that was their shot. You know that's what Dan Campbell
5: said about the Lions. He said that was our shot because now you've got other things that are coming up. You're obviously you're going to have to start paying different guys. You'll say yeah. goodbye to players. They're going to lose some of their coaching staff. They'll get picked apart because they had a good year. Yeah. He knows it's coming and then yeah. it's going to be re- and then the, the NFC North is let's be honest, like we don't know what's going to Minnesota. Green Bay looked better. The Bears yeah. are getting better. They might get the next best prospect in all of football, and they've got all these draft picks. So, mm-hmm. like, that division's tough. And, and that's a coach that looks at it going, we had a shot. We missed it. Yep. It's going to be tough to get back here again.
2: Cordell Woodland joins us at 730, but we're to take your phone calls on this. Rex Ryan sounds off on the Baltimore Ravens game plan, says it's the stupidest game plan he's seen. Your thoughts. Was Rex Ryan overreacting? Or do you agree? Baltimore's big bad morning show on the fan.
6: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: 7.15 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This is what's trending, taking some phone calls in response to what former Ravens defensive coordinator Rex Ryan said on ESPN.
1: This is the stupidest game plan I've ever seen. And you know what, Greg Roman, every single person needs to apologize to you because you got blamed for everything about what was wrong in Baltimore, and it wasn't you because this this new guy that we uh, have praised the hell out of. Todd Munkin. Yeah, Todd Munkin. By the way, with the new guy. You, you don't have the new guy. Tom Brady. Do you realize your quarterback is Lamar Jackson? Not Tom Brady. What in the hell are you doing dropping back 82% of the time? This is a team that led the NFL in rushing attempts. They had six whopping rushing attempts yeah. to the to the running backs. So Spice like, I'll put every little dude. Hey, R.C., you go play D-tackle because <laughs> they ain't going to run the ball. What
2: the hell are you doing? Let's go out to the phone lines. Let's go to uh, Kevin in Owings Mills. What's up, Kevin?
7: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Um, I listen to you guys a lot when I'm working out. I don't call in Thank as you. much, but uh, I got I got one thing I got to agree with Rex. That was the dumbest game plan I ever saw. <laughs> and the and the other thing is before I move on, I, I got to say Rex Ryan's got some of the whitest teeth I've ever seen on TV. Oh, man, those oh, batteries,
3: those things. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> My dad did the same thing. He always said he wanted the whitest teeth possible. So he, he got, got implants. He got them, and I'm like.
6: Smoking! <laughs> you either
5: look like Gary Busey or Jim Carrey in the mask. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. But those are some chicklets, man.
2: Let's go to Glenelg and get Bill. What's up, Bill?
8: Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. Rex Ryan, too. I'm thinking he uh, right on target there. Definitely had to run the ball. But um, something I'm thinking, too, is we ought to let go of Harbaugh. He's been doing this
1: stuff for years,
8: whether it be big clock management, he consistently, ineffectively does not correct his offensive coordinators or his de- defensive coordinators during the game. He might make a decent halftime adjustment, but I don't know
1: who's doing it. I don't know if it's the offense coordinator or defense coordinator. What I, what I do see on a consistent basis is an ineffective, inconsistent
8: correct of set, offense and defense coordinators. What do you got there?
5: Uh, look, I, I'm in that same boat uh, where – Getting rid of them? Well, i I don't have a problem with it as much as everybody else does. First off, and I've been saying this for years, and it's not a well, not you have a problem getting rid of him. Get No, I don't have a problem with getting rid of him. I'm not that cat that goes, "Oh my god, if we get rid of him, who's he going? Who are we going to get? And then well, somebody's going to scoop him up real
2: quick." I always say this about that. I'm not saying I, I'd get rid of him, but who was John Harbaugh when you hired him? Exactly. So <laughs> you know,
3: complain. He was not he was not even offensive or defensive coordinator. Why is he the head coach? Right.
5: He's done a <laughs> really you could say whatever you want about him. He brought a Super Bowl here. He's yeah. done a really nice job here. He's been here for a long time. Um, I think he's earned the the opportunity to stay around, especially with what happened with Lamar and then the 2019. But like, if we go back to what Rex Ryan's talking about, Greg Roman, you deserve an apology. They did the same damn thing under Greg Roman. When they played the Tennessee Titans, they came out and ran the ball, got stopped. I think that's why Rob thinks it's a shot at Harbaugh. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. This is this has to fall more back on him than it yeah. is a Greg Roman. Yeah. We owe you an apology because everybody trashed Greg
2: Roman on the way out. Let's go to Jay in Houston.
7: Jay, what's up, man? What's going on, fellas? A, hey, I 100% agree with Rex. And um, on top of that, man, is it me or does it seem like – when we had really big games, right? Lamar doesn't run as much. I don't understand that. Like he could have, he could have took off and ran a hundred times that game. I why I don't know why he didn't have a hundred yards that game. On top of uh, our backs having a hundred yards, it is no is no excuse for us not rushing against them. And uh, one more thing, as far as like the hardball thing, he like I, I see. I've been saying this for years. He doesn't have. He's a he's a special teams coach who really his specialty isn't offense or defense. Uh, like uh, he's never been a coordinator. That last play call, everybody praised the defense about how deep, good the defense played. But McDonald, oh, one option is going to be going to be to go deep. Why do we play, uh, uh, cover zero or whatever? Why didn't why wouldn't you have one one guy back? You know, one guy's going deep, and Millett can't cover anybody. That's all I have to say. Thanks a lot, fellas. Thank you, Jay.
2: He's talking about on the fourth down play that sealed the deal. You know? It's just it's it doesn't
3: go down to one play. There's a that, that game you talk about we, you know, were, the trite expression is it's not one play, it's not the refs. in this case it definitely was not. Well
2: I'm sorry, I went a fourth down play, it was a third down play. It
3: was a series of, you know, just turnovers and stupid penalties and things that were they were just out of character. They look they didn't look like themselves or out of sorts. No. I mean, when have you seen Van Noy headbutt Travis Kelsey and you know, Roquan is one of the best players in the league? Yeah, go in. Offsides was brilliant. That was a brilliant
5: move. Don't don't demolish the guard. Can I? Well, can I ask something about that? Did he have to do? Because well, if you do, you have to accept a personal foul penalty. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. if he jumped off sides and it was unabated to the quarterback, they can decline that, right? And keep it first and five. Couldn't they have declined that?
3: I don't know because no play took place.
2: It's a usually it's a choice penalty. between. Yeah, I think you're right. Did he, have, think, to, did he think, have to take the personal foul? I think foul? you're right. you, you, you can't, you can't decline a per- about this yesterday. You can't decline a personal foul. I don't but know. You, I think I, you can decline. I just never seen anybody decline a personal foul, so I don't know. You're, so you're saying if he just jumps offside, do they do, do they? Any penalty him? can be declined. Okay. Okay. So yeah. they could have. Why didn't they decline it then? That's pretty dumb. Yeah. Arnetta in Baltimore. What's up, Arnetta? Uh, thanks for
8: taking my call. I was at the game And the entire time, I'm saying, why aren't we running the ball? Why aren't we running the ball? I agree with Rex Ryan completely. Two design runs for Lamar? Lamar Jackson? (laughs) The best running quarterback in the world? I just didn't understand it. And I never agreed with anybody firing Harbaugh. But now, I think maybe, maybe he's the problem.
2: Mm. This is weird. People are like, I've, I've never heard more people talk about this now. Well, and even, deal. and, and yeah. even what she said, I never mm. agreed before. Right? We probably should yeah, wait you, two
3: weeks. You can decline the penalty, but there's no play because no play took place.
5: And then so As it I restarts.
3: Said, you do exactly, so they're going to do it again. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, they just do exactly the same so thing. The, you don't. There's no yardage marked off. It's just you replay it again. I
5: think, he, honestly, in that, I think he did it right then. Because, like. We could have had that cat and mouse game. You ever see it with the pitcher when he's like, he, ambidextrous pitcher left, right? And then the guys, uh, you got a switch hitter in the box. It was always this big thing brought up is like, what happens when a switch hitter meets an ambidextrous pitcher? So mm-hmm. if he switches hands, ultimately somebody has to have the last call because if you're declining penalties and they're, yeah. we've had this
2: gamesmanship go on in football before. That may be the dumbest comparison I've ever heard. No, it's not. This is stupid. You don't know what that you're that talking about. That is so about. stupid. Dude, I can't even use the ambidextrous word. Ambidextrous
3: pitchers have two gloves on the
5: mound? No, they have the glove that they can switch hands with. They do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a 6 finger glove, right? My
7: head is hurting. Let's go to Mike in Baltimore. You ain't know that? What's up, Mike? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? So oh,
5: well. How are you? Shut up, bro. I'm
7: good. I, I just want to <laughs> give a quick shout-out to my boy with who y'all call Angry Joe. That's my dude. He's always good with me. Oh,
5: man. Come on. Hang up on Mike. We don't give shout-outs to
7: Joe.
8: Screw Joe. Hey, but anyway, Sorry, look,
7: Joe. I agree with Rex Ryan as far as that being the stupidest game plan ever. But I don't agree with uh, on uh, Roman any apology or whatever. See, I don't but, think man, Mike, if,
2: Mike. I don't think it's really about Greg Roman biology. I think that was his way. Rob of throwing one. shade at uh, John Harbaugh. I, I think it was more about that. That's not really about the apology to Roman. It's more about saying it's it wasn't Roman. It was Harbaugh.
7: Right, but it was like as Yogi Bear would say, it was like deja vu all over again. Yes, it was. It was. Two nineteen, man. We didn't run the ball, and I'm just really, I was, I was impressed with Monkin. During the year, but this one game, I'm thoroughly disappointed with with Todd Monk.
3: You know, the worst part is, I feel bad because when people are calling in and saying I have fear because of 2019, I was like, "Come on, different people, different coaching staff, different situation. It's not the same team." I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's like Kim McCusick from Film Study, Baltimore. It'll be interesting to see. What he ha- hear what he has to say that's at eight o'clock but on the other side cordell woodland from shaking up sports joins us on the fan
4: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds
2: 7.31 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fans. Joining us right now, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hot Lot. He is Cordell Woodland. What's up, Cordell? Cordell, you there? Yeah, we're going there. On? we go. What's up, man? Hey, uh, you watched no, the, you watched every play of it. And uh we asked this question earlier. I wanted you to chime in on it. Who's more to blame, the players or the coaches?
8: I mean, uh, it's tough. I mean, I think everybody's got dirt on their hands, to be honest with you. But, you know, it's a player's game. You know, players ultimately make the – they have the final say. They're the ones that go out there and, you know, try to get the job done. And and ultimately, I think it came down to the Chiefs making plays and the Ravens not. I mean, you know, you look at that first half and, um, you know, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they're – they're connecting quite a bit, really, all game. I mean, 11 for 11 between those two guys. But even in the second half, Kansas City didn't make any plays to hurt themselves. Um, and that's what the Ravens did. And this time of year and that on that stage, you can't help your opponent out. And, and that's what the Ravens continue to do. So I, I, I always have to, you know, give more blame or more credit to the players because they're the ones that are actually out there.
3: But we, before this game took place, we had a lot of calls. People were just fearful because of what happened to the Titans in nineteen. You know, to are behind by one score, and they hit every panic button they could reach. I, and I was like, "Come on, stop! It's a different team, different coaches. Don't be ridiculous. This is a different team." How do I defend that now?
8: Yeah, I mean, I I don't even know if they necessarily panicked. Um, I, I, if if it's, how do you it's it's how do you explain six
3: carries between your two running backs? I mean,
8: backs. it's bad. It's, it's bad. Uh, the six carries is inexcusable. Um, my my issue is silently the production from the running backs have been dropping in the run game for a while. I mean, when's the last time any of these running backs had a hundred yards rushing in the game? It, it's Lamar is the run game, yeah. and that was the most disappointing thing for me is that you get, what, two or three design runs for Lamar. I mean, I, I've been saying all year it's like stealing money every time they call a quarterback design run. So it was unfortunate um, to see them go away from that. And I, I just think some of their bad habits, really, especially on the offensive side, really caught up with them. But you have to stay balanced. I mean, this time of year, when you're if you're going to go one-dimensional, you're gonna be in trouble. It's not like Kansas City ran the ball down their throat, but they stayed consistent with it. They ran the ball thirty plus times.
4: Yeah.
8: Averaging less than three yards a carry, but they're 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 making you stay honest. You're not just gonna pin your ears back and go after Mahomes. So it was unfortunate that they that they decided to be one dimensional and go away from, you know, the things that have gotten them here. Um I just don't know I, I just don't know if it was necessarily them panicking because I've seen a lot of teams do that this time of year, just become one dimensional and his it, and his head scratching for sure.
5: Hey, how different is this team going to look moving forward now? Because we are officially in the Ravens off season. And now you wonder about the coaches where I think somebody's going to scoop up Mike McDonald and they got a lot of player decisions to make as well.
8: Yeah. I mean, and they know, they know it's going to look different. We had a couple of players say that in the locker room yesterday. So it's, you know, there's it's no secret. Um, it's a known thing for them. Um, and, look, uh, it is, you know, between the players, you got Matt Abike, who I think will be franchise tag, but Queen's probably gone. Who knows what, um, you know, Van Noy's probably gone. I don't know what happens with Clowney. I think they should bring him back, but who knows? Um, you know, so it, it'll be some changes all around. The receiving core will look different. Zeitler might be gone. And then you mentioned Mike McDonald, and, who knows who else? <laughs> you know, Denar Wilson's gotten some looks. Anthony Weaver's gotten some looks. So um, it, it's definitely going to look different. And I think, you know, that's why everybody's kind of been like, this is their year. This is their year. Even some of the players. I mean, Marlon tweeted that out the other day, that they really felt like this was their year. And, you know, they came short. So it's it's, it's going to look different. But at the same time, they're young, th- their core is still very young. Um, so they do have they do have a base of the of the team that'll still be there, but they're they're going to have to uh, put this thing back together for sure.
2: Cordell Whitland joins us from Shaking Up Sports. Cordell, one player you did not mention, Marlon Humphrey, um, the guy who's been often injured, and even when he's playing, he's rarely a hundred percent. What does the future hold for him in Baltimore?
8: I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to be in a rush to get Marlon out of here, you know, um, we'll see what happens, uh, uh, you know, whether it's a restructure or what, whatever, but he, he has dealt with a lot of injuries this year. And um, and to be quite frankly, they've had other guys surpass Marlon this year. I think Brandon Stevens played way better than Marlon Humphrey this year on the back end of the season. I, I think agree. Ron Darby played much better than Marlon Humphrey this year. So um, definitely a down year for him without question. But I, like I said, I, I don't know if it'll be to the point to where they're, you know, ushering him out. I, it, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if they're ready to move off from Ronnie Stanley before they're ready to move off from Marlin.
3: Have you seen a Ravens team that was better poised to go to the Super Bowl in this one? I mean, every it's the deepest roster I've ever seen in 24 years, um, home field advantage—we've never had that before. You had a buy. You have you play your playoff games at home. Um, they, they shellacked every team. They, they, the two teams in the NFC Championship, they just they scored like seventy points on combined. Um, how do you? Uh, will you see a team this good again anytime soon?
8: Maybe not. To be honest with you, maybe not. I mean, they, they had a really nice mix of veterans and young guys, and had one of the best coaching staffs in the league. You got the MVP most likely on your team. Um, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, the defense was a triple crown winner. You you just don't find teams like this. But, see, this is what makes sports so good is because the Ravens were the best team in the NFL all year, and that gets you nothing in the postseason. It means absolutely nothing. I mean, this is why they have to go play the game. It's all about who's the best team on that day. And, you know, Kansas City was on Sunday. So, as good as the Ravens were this year, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint, and you have to be able to navigate through January, and And, and I think that was a big thing for Kansas City. It, it, this is their sixth straight AFC championship game. This was literally just another week for them, um, and look, regardless of what the Ravens said, they said all the right things last week, but how they truly felt is going to be another story, and you get to, the, to game day. I don't think they look like a deer in headlights, but they definitely weren't they, they definitely didn't understand that every possession is going to be pivotal. Every, every opportunity is pivotal. Kansas city understood that they understood that. And, and it, and it showed that them not beating themselves.
5: Yeah. Well, it kind of sucks now. Now we get to look forward to the super bowl, the big game here where you can bet how long Reba McIntyre is going to sing the national anthem. You can even bet if Travis, Travis Kelsey will propose to Taylor Swift yeah. after the game. Give me your thoughts on the, on the big game. Who do you think wins this one?
8: I mean, at this point, I, I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I to be honest, I thought the winner of the AFC Championship game was going to win it all anyway. Um, but with what the Chiefs are doing right now, everybody's looked for a reason to count those dudes out. They just keep winning. They're just so poised. They're, they're, they're just so prepared. Um, and as good as I think the Niners are, the Niners are the better team between the two. Um, they haven't played their best football. I mean, they've had to come back on Green Bay, and I usually don't knock teams for having to come back. I, I just appreciate the winning, um, but it does, they haven't looked good. Coming back against Green Bay, they didn't look good against Detroit. Detroit, it's almost like Dan Campbell didn't want to win on Sunday, honestly. So the Niners, in my opinion, I don't even know if they should be here. And Mahomes and those dudes, they've looked like a totally different team since the postseason has started. So I have no reason to think that, that Mahomes is going to go out there and get his third ring. There you go. Cordell,
2: one last, Shaking Up Sports. Tell us about Shaking Up Sports and the uh, podcast with Rita Hubbard.
8: Yeah, Shaking it Up Sports. I'll be back tomorrow night from uh, 6 to 9. We'll also have a show Thursday from 7 to 9. We'll be talking all about the AFC <clears throat> Championship game, trying to move past it and try to transition to this offseason, uh, which won't be as stressful as the last couple of offseasons, thankfully. Um, but yeah, that and uh, the Winning Drive podcast with me and Rita Hubbard. We had a Episode dropped yesterday. We'll have another one drop most likely on Friday. Um, but even though the Ravens season is over, still plenty to look forward to as we go into the off season draft season. will eventually be around, so we'll continue to Ravens talk throughout the year. I love it, Jeremy. He says it dropped like an album. I know <laughs> he did say that. Yeah. <laughs> drop.
2: What's that podcast. What's the drop? What's the first single? Yeah, no, I'm just best. <laughs>
5: You got any featuring artists? <laughs> That's
8: Cornell. At times, we will have features for you know features from other teams. <laughs> podcasts coming on. You never know.
2: Cordell Woodland. Thanks a lot, Cordell. Appreciate it, guys. All right, four ten five eight three one zero five seven. Kim McCusick joins us at eight o'clock from FilmStudyBaltimore.com, dot com. But on the other side, we're giving out shovels. And who gets your shovel?
3: A man who went to Burger King and already had a Whopper
2: in his pants. If you have a shovel, give us a call. <laughs> give us a text, 110583 <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter at BBMS 1057FAN. Shovels Next. Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text 110583 1057. Hit us up on Twitter at BBMS 1057 the Fan. Ed Norris, we'll get yours.
3: A man went to Burger King with his own whopper. This is this is something. happening on straight. Burger King does business as Hungry Jacks in Australia.
5: That's what they're called?
3: Yeah. Same logo, just says Hungry Jacks instead of Burger King. Here you go, right there. Huh. But it's, it's Burger King. He goes, he's very hungry. The man did was, it's a 50, 51 year old man named David Richardson. I, I love things in Australia, I, just the way he's described. David Richardson, a farrier from Humpty Doo. What kind of town is called Humpty Doo?
5: I'm just curious. I wish I lived
3: Pretty there. Pretty fun town. humpty do. <laughs> anyway, I guess there's a lot of humpting going on. Because he actually took a substance known as Pitbull Super, which is a Super Viagra, apparently.
5: Told you it was in his pants.
3: Oh, I thought you saw the story. No. Oh,
5: yes. <laughs> it was either the front or the back. When you said Whopper, I thought he either cracked so his it, pants this So
3: this Pitbull Super, it contains multiple erectile uh, ED medicines. <laughs> Promises on the pack, give a man an erection for days. <laughs> It had the desired effect. He was having his fun. And then so all of a sudden, he had time with, as he put it, a number of young ladies. The 51-year-old Richardson remained rigid. And when his penis began to split, he started to panic. So instead of going to the doctor, he went for a feed, as they say. He goes, He couldn't wear shorts because his pink parts were too sensitive. He goes through the drive through at Hungry Jack's, home with a whopper, with a towel over it. But obviously, in his condition, it looks like a tent. So a 16-year-old girl, the drive-thru was reduced to tears by it. They end up, you know, the whole bit. They call the cops, this and that. He (laughs) went before a judge, and and the judge of woman Teresa Austin. So he should have gone to a doctor, perhaps not Hungry Jack's drive-thru. But, uh, yeah, he got a a light sentence. He got, uh, you know. I just can't believe his... It lasted so long and was so effective his his junk started to split as he said.
2: Oh my god. That just a erection for days that just doesn't sound healthy. It sounds like no, no, four hours. Who wants that?
3: No, I don't. I didn't roll over in bed.
2: Yeah. Well, at least you I want to last out. long What's enough mean? then get down, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
5: got a Viagra caught in my throat. Had a stiff neck for 3 for days. ages, I know.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you didn't like that one. No. Who's your shovel going to? My shovel goes to me. Doom. He had to go and let kid in.
5: What the hell? Boom. That's yeah. That's your shovel set. The cop in the middle of it. All right. So I told you guys that last night I, I got in my spaceship. Mm-hmm. I got super duper, super duper high. And I was going on, Um, it, that was in the afternoon. I was telling you like mid-afternoon, I just kind of relaxed. I needed a day. Like I, I'd been working so much, it's been driving, my, driving me nuts. So. My wife was going out with her friends, and I'm like, all right, I'll figure out. So I ordered from Subway. Do you think my lazy ass went up and got it? Nope. No. I DoorDashed it and paid $40 for a sub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. Thank you. That's not it, though. Subway has new menu items. Yeah. I think I told you about them. You that, just got all of them. I got two out of the three. What do they have? Foot, <laughs> foot long Annie Ann's pretzels. Uh huh. Foot long churros. Really? And a foot long cookie. What'd you get? The cookie and the pretzel? Yep. I know. Those are my weaknesses. No, you too. Well. I ate the whole effing thing and almost threw up. Like, I'm eating it and there's a little piece left and I'm like, oh, I can't eat anymore. And I would look up at the TV and go, damn, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so awful this morning. <laughs> like, it was the worst choice ever. Don't be wrong. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was just too much, man. Like, I hadn't eaten all day. So I had that kind of like, oh, I'm starving. Let's. And then you get the. The munchies. Yeah, that's, yeah, let's just talk. Because I even got up later that night, full as can be. I was like, am I going to eat something else? I'm like, what's wrong with you? Go back to bed, you loser. But yeah, <laughs> I ate the Subway footlong cookie by myself after I ate the and Subway pretzel. Annie Ann's pretzel.
3: And what about, did you also have a sandwich? Yes. <laughs> you left that out.
5: Well, <laughs> well what, of course what, I had a sandwich. sandwich? I think I, I tried one of their news. It was like the teriyaki like the yeah. ultimate teriyaki uh, thing? I was high, dude. So teriyaki may have did it. It all may have did yeah, it. No, that teriyaki Not, stuff. None of it made any <laughs> sense. Teriyaki. How you know, many times I woke up in the morning and looked at a... I said, did I eat that? What the so hell? So I
3: assume you had a, a foot-long Subway, a foot-long pretzel, and a foot-long cookie. You yeah, had three feet of food.
5: Yeah. Three, yeah.
3: three feet of food. Three feet of food. Three, a maybe I have food.
2: A, I have a foot fetish, too, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Your shovel goes... To, you gave yourself a shovel... I'm giving myself to the shovel, Joe. So yesterday, no, it wasn't a was Sunday. I'm sorry. I'm looking for my phone. Got a couple of items in my hand. I'm looking for my phone. So I stop and yell, I know somebody see my phone. So Stephanie's sitting in the family room with her legs folded. Looks up at me. Just points. Where? <laughs> she let me say anything. Just it's in my hand. Oh. <laughs> at the bottom of all the other things in the movie. Uh, and she's it... just she's watching me. She just points at me. Where? Where? Wait, again. <laughs> so So can I give her a shovel too for being a prick? Can I take her shovel back? Because she <laughs> she should have done that to him. <laughs> yeah.
5: Right? Like, but hold on. Now, serious thing about I have this stuff happen all the time now. Like when does it become a problem? When do you know that you have an issue with what Rob's talking about? Mm-hmm. When it like it happens every day, once a day, where you're forgetting something? Like you ever you're going well, on your think, phone?
3: I think it's only if it's changed because Celeste, Celeste loses stuff, and she's the same thing. She starts yelling. She goes nuclear right away. I can't find my earbuds. Where's my phone? Where? And I'll just yell because I've seen it already. It's on the side table by the couch. I mean I'll yell from the other room because I've seen it sitting in plain sight. Yeah. But it's every day, so I don't worry. I'm I don't have no problems in it. Losing yeah. Who but, I am. Yeah. I don't have no problems. You've got problems. I don't now. have problems. Is your memory changed or is this new? I mean, this is new or is Well, for me? Yeah.
5: No, I get more well, it's definitely the weed, but I get more brain fog now where like I'm doing something and I go, The hell was I doing? <laughs> the hell huh? where I'll have a phone in my hand and I'm texting somebody, but I d hadn't typed in the name yet. And you would say, Hey, uh I'm going out to get something to drink. I'll be right back. Like, okay, Ed. And I'll look down. I'll go. Are
2: you ADHD? Please. No. I'd never had. I don't think I had issues with that's, that. That's the, that's ADHD. I'm ADHD. So I know that's why. I know why I do it. Because I go. Because my mind. I mean, I could say I'm going to say this to Joe. And before I say it, I thought about five or six different other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, what was I going to say to Joe? It has nothing to do with memory loss. It's just that I can't. It, the hardest thing for me to do in the world. Is the focus? I know that comes across as a little weird. Really, I can't focus. Would never have guessed that. You know, I focus on coaching. Yeah, and my kids. Those two things, mm-hmm. I'm I'm laser sharp with. Anything else you outside of that? You don't care about anything else outside <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> my kids and basketball just solved my issue. <laughs> What a stupid A30. But on the other side, Kim McKusick, he has lots to say about Sunday's game on the fan. Okay, picture this.
0: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better.